my best friends Some people say we have a problem But every night I'm making new best friends And the only problem is Like having a good time Hello, hello, hello It's Thursday night It's 8pm You're here on Love Wrestling And you know what that means We already got our good friend Mr. Warren Hayes In the chat popping in Hello Warren, hope you are doing well my friend And yes, he gets paid per comment too He does, he does he does. I don't know if Spencer knows those fine details, but Warren Hayes does get he's paid not, by He's a busy man. He doesn't have time to read the contracts, it's but it's true. in there. It's in there. But it is another episode of Between Two Beards, and we have another big one tonight. And we got Warren. Hello, JPJ. And also, Plugo. Oh, Spencer just popped in and said, wait, what? So I don't think he did know that the contract yeah. we signed with Warren was you, per you comment. Gotta, you got you to gotta take you gotta read that fine with print. Our, with our lawyer. He's the one you got to read that fine print, Spencer. Got to read that fine print. But we do have a big, big show tonight. But first and foremost, Plugo, how the hell you doing? How has the week been? How are it's things in, week, the, in Plugo man. land? In L- Plugo Land, it has been a week. We're prepping for Christmas over here at Plugo oh Land. You know how that yeah. goes. Uh, I got a really cool interview with Camille yesterday. The NWA yeah. Women's Champ. We'll play that clip later on. Um, I talked to Thomas from Tom Talk Rubbish. You did as well. Like we're yeah. having a week, man. We're out there yeah, dude. It it's I'm- good. It's been good. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, some you good know? stuff are happening. The fun's going to continue tonight. We're obviously going to be talking. I will say this since oh. Spencer is listening. I yeah. did not appreciate that the Rad's little sparkler gimmick was number three on the top ten entrances oh, for LPW, which you can find that on our YouTube oh, channel. And boy. Because we've discussed that that cannot be shown until the legal proceedings have been taken care of per our our good lawyer team headed by Lawrence Cartier. Yeah, that is true. And you know, but enough try- about we're, that. We're trying to be team players about it, but again, that's that's for another day. We got a big guest tonight. We, we got a big guest tonight. I've been looking forward money. to getting this gentleman on here for a while with us from Bleacher Report. We got the doc we got the voice of god himself yes <laughs> yes sir. we have uh chris mula the br doctor joining us here hello my friend thank you for joining us we're very excited to have you here thank you uh, for having me guys absolutely um like i said we had been chatting for a little bit now we had uh had been kind of social media buddies for a little bit and i know i reached out a little while ago saying like hey i want to get something going get you on the show i'm glad we could get you on this week. Obviously, we got a big, I still call them pay-per-views, but we got a big PLE on Saturday. The Saudi Arabia Crown Jewel we'll be diving into, as well as some other wrestling stuff. But first and foremost, how are you doing? Uh, and again, thank you for being here. I'm doing great. Thanks. Absolutely. Cool. Where do you land, Doc, on the PLE pay-per-view? Are you still calling it a pay-per-view? Uh, well, we do... At Bleacher Report, accept both terms in articles just because yeah. industry-wide pay-per-view, still the term being put out there. But yeah, I mean, I I, I don't care if WWE <laughs> wants to rebrand it. Yeah, I, it's just easier for me to put PPV or pay-per-view, and people know what it means. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Even if we're not paying per view anymore, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. 
that makes I sense. Mean, oh, we have pay- Maggie. I'm still paying the four ninety nine a month. Yes, Maggie in the house. We got Maggie oh, no. in the house. Always good to see Maggie in the house. She says, "Just curious, where the whole voice of God thing come from?" Well, uh, right. I mean, it it came from Maggie and Rob's show. There you go. There you go. There you we go. Just, I mean, yeah, that your show, you know, coexisting Maggie and Rob. Do you watch your own show, Maggie? I don't know. And then Annika JMT today said it on Twitter, and I was like, "This is this is catching on." Yeah, the you voice of God. Your, you should just become the voice of God. I mean, that's well. I mean, really, I only ever do like audio for podcasts, just because I don't have a good webcam or really anywhere to film. Mm. Yeah, and that makes sense. Hey, look, it's yeah. a good shtick. It's a good yeah. shtick. Like, that's a good. I like it. It's, it's part of the gimmick now. Yeah, I love it. I love. Although it, it gets, it gets <laughs> jerks like Ryan from the Mark Order podcast <laughs> start accusing me of not having an actual body. <laughs> He's like, who Apparently is this figment a, of my imagination? I'm over a head here? floating in a jar. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like you're like uh, what was it, Quang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? You just got like a head right. in the middle of uh, you know, this giant. Brute I'd prefer to think it's a Futurama situation. Oh, no, there you go, Futurama. Which is, that, works jar. that works too. Which is sure. funny because for the longest time, some of the Love Wrestling team thought Mrs. Pluggo was made up. Yeah, you know. They if you don't like, got proof, you don't got she, proof. Then she popped on screen one time, and it was like, I didn't know she was real. I thought you were just had a separate <laughs> Twitter account. Yeah, you had a burner. That was your... And there you go, Mr. Warren saying he still thinks she is fake. So, and... So you saw sorry, her on screen, Warren. So, I'm sorry, broke. Plug-o. I don't have sorry. any money. We gave it all to you. That that's real deal. She for some reason liked me. She let me go see Heath Slater this weekend. It was dope. By the way, I get to meet Heath Slater. He's like the nicest guy I have ever met in my entire life. Really? He seems like he would be. He, yeah, he is he a sweetheart. Like he, would, yeah. he talked to me for like 10 minutes. I Did mentioned you... the, the only time I ever saw him was he got pedigreed by Triple H at a WWE Raw, but it was only during the commercial break. He told me the entire story on how that even happened. It wasn't supposed to happen, but nicest dude. Anyway. Did you tell him that you didn't give a shit about his kids? No, because I okay. got the picture that says I got kids because I was like, bro, you're expensive. I got one kid with me. <laughs> I got three others. I had to leave at home because, you know, the Heath Slater autograph prices. Yeah, they're actually, they're actually not that bad. No. But anyway, enough about me and my uh, <clears throat> one of my idols getting to meet him. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. for real. Um, so we do have on Saturday, we do have WWE crown jewel emanating from Saudi Arabia. Obviously, there was these last couple of days, there's been some nerves when it comes to it because there was a threat of sorts or there was news that maybe uh, was it? I don't, I don't, I don't want to get the country wrong. Was it Iran or Iraq? Which one was one of I believe it was Iran, Iran, right? There were reports that an attack possibly on Saudi Arabia was imminent from Iran, uh, which obviously with WWE flying over there, probably as we, <laughs> Maggie wants to know why you're drinking out of a baby bottle. Pluggo. Because Mrs. Get them little... <laughs> Mrs. Pluggo only bought little water bottles for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, I need something to drink other than I've got my, my usual, but I wanted, I just needed some water. For he's, got the, he's got the airport courtesy bottles. I didn't yeah, even so, know. Yeah, that literally. Thing. I didn't even literally. know that they sold in the so, store. Like, I went up, I went up literally. And I was like, where's the adult size bottles? What is this? <laughs> We're saving on bottle water hey, size. It's okay. You don't. Stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Uh-oh, Mrs. Pluggo oh, popping in saying she heard there. her name. <laughs> they want to um, know, know why I'm drinking out of the baby bottles. 
Yeah, and we have EPW show popping in. Hello, my friend. Uh, and then we have Ophelia popping in saying you're stealing your children's water. So that's always good. I'll drink. I've got my normal hot I mean, water. Technically, if you're paying for it, the children are stealing from you. Thank that you. That is, you know, that's what we call Thank logic. You. That's what we call logic right there. That's that is true. Here. Before <laughs> we dive too deep into it, now that we're talking water, over under, just quick guess. People in the chat can jump in. How much water do you think Triple H has wasted in his career by doing the spit thing? <laughs> Just out enough, of a guess. Enough to fill Kurt Angle's milk truck. Oh, wow. All right. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Such a savage. Yes. I was wow. going to. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. You miss, you're white. You Mrs. Pluggo's throwing you under the bus. So, oh. and then Warren saying it's not wasted if it's entertainment. Um, it's one of those things where. He had a water. He had a he had a he had a twelve ounce water bottle every time, and he probably took half a sip of that water bottle, and the rest was just pour it all over him, sprayed up in the air. So technically, but is it wasting though? If it's like the entrance was just so entertaining, is it really wasting water? If it's part of the part of the gimmick. EP show saying seventy two gallons. Yeah, EPW show saying seventy two gallons. I would argue that. Steve Austin wasted more beer. Oh, uh, yep. Not yeah, getting it in his beer. mouth than yep. Triple H ever did with water, because he was he was pounding four to six cans every time, mm -hmm. two and at then a time. The beer truck and the beer truck and the beer truck. <laughs> you know, this is why people oh come. Here. They come here for this analysis. Yes. yes. Of we don't we don't talk about the matches. We talk about ah, waste no. and. You know, that's just what you get here. That's what you get here. Um, Triple H's plastic water bottle wastage has caused so much problems with global you know, warming. You know, you know how he wouldn't have wasted as much water if he had those little baby bottles that you got right there. Yeah, see? Yeah. If he had those water, you know, there you go. You know what's going to wow. happen after Maggie the coming show in up. hot. Maggie coming in hot saying, yeah, but that was American beer, so it doesn't matter. Wow. She's not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong there. No, Wait, you know, he was drinking there. Budweiser, so you are not wrong there. Well, now I'm going to have to go make a run out to get water after this, because now Mrs. Plego has made me feel bad for sneaking one of the kids' yeah. waters. And EPW shows says, JPJ, he technically did waste an entire water bottle because he would drink that little portion and then throw it into the crowd. So, you know, it was just, hey, whatever. <laughs> So uh, I don't know times. what kind of show you were thinking you were coming on today. Yeah, Todd, no, we just talk about strictly sorry. like Mr. Warren Hayes is in the chat. Our buddy Warren, the first time or one of the first times he was ever on this show, he specifically came on to talk about hydration. Yeah, That was literally the reason nice. he was here. And another I, time he came on to talk about the construction of ring mats. So we I never have expectations going on people's shows. Well, well we said I'm, gla I'm glad you had none coming on here. Yes, that makes me feel better. But all in all, there is one thing I wanted to talk about, and I know it's almost a week old. I get it. It's been talked about a lot. But one thing I did want to talk about before we start diving into some crown jewel stuff uh, is I, I, we got to talk about the, I believe, off air before we started. Uh, the doctor here said the best segment of the year uh, from last week's SmackDown with the bloodline. And Was Aaliyah on? <laughs> it, oh, I mean, it's that's up not there. Nice. That's not nice. Uh, it is 100% up there. It is 100% yes. up there. Um, 
So everything that happened here from the start of SmackDown last week to the end of this segment, I thought was basically perfection. Like the, the, how the show opened with them in the back with Sammy being like, Hey, last week we were supposed to keep our cool and you didn't. And Jay being like, all right, you want me to keep my cool this week? And Sammy's like, no, the exact opposite. We need to make sure, you know, try, Roman's not here yet. When Roman gets here, we need to make sure we're showing up well. We need to make sure we do whatever it takes to get a victory, blah, 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 blah. And then the match happens. There's obviously dysfunction at the end, causes the loss. And at that point, when J when Jimmy Uso got in there and turned around Jay and it looked like they were going to start beefing and all that to when Roman's music hit and all their reactions, you, they like zoomed in on all of them and they had their head down. And you could tell they were like, oh, shit, dad's here. Like, I think Michael Cole even said it like daddy's here. Uh, that whole thing. And then just what we got in the ring between. Sammy, Jay, it was just utter perfection. Um, it was so damn good. Uh, Chris, I'll let you kind of, your opinions and let you lead with it. But I just wanted to acknowledge it, no pun intended, uh, because <laughs> I don't think I've enjoyed a segment of television on like that in a, in a while. Like I was like, I was on the edge of my seat. Like I was like, I was like laying, like lounging on the couch watching it. And I like sat up and I was like, Oh, like this is really good. And then it, it was just, it was just so, so good. I mean, watching Zane just break people on a weekly basis is one of my favorite things right now yeah. in WWE. hundred percent. Um, And the great thing about that whole promo segment was Roman was like all right we gotta run with this for a minute mm -hmm. and played into it and then immediately turned it back in uh, what it was going to be originally yeah so it never felt like it got too out of hand because mm -hmm. if, if they had all just laughed and that was the end of it and it would have like completely wasted the segment of what it was going to accomplish to begin with, then that would have been one thing, but they got it back on track pretty quickly. They gave it just enough time for the crowd to have fun with it, which I really liked. Yeah, it was. And even, even this Monday, like Roman, Roman was on raw this Monday and Usi, Sami Zayn has gotten Usi so over that. Oh yeah. Rome, Roman's at Raw on Monday, just hyping up his match that we'll talk about with, with Logan Paul. And the crowd is chanting Usi to the point where Roman needs to clearly go off script and be like, all right, I got to again address this and at least make a comment about Usi. And then we'll get back. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it was so good. Jay Uso looked like Jimmy Fallon. He looked like Jimmy Fallon on SNL. Like he could not keep his composure no matter what they were doing. Every time Roman kept on saying Usi, Jay was laughing more and like he could not control himself. And Jimmy then, either. Credit to Jimmy. He tried. He was like, Yeah, Jimmy was trying. Jimmy was trying. <laughs> I wish it, we could have watched Solo during that. Yeah, he was no, off yeah, the camera and he yes. was probably like the only one keeping a straight face. Probably. Probably, just, but it I just was just. I loved the the way that it started, where it was like we got to address the elephant in the room, and they mm -hmm. immediately go to Sammy. Every week, we're like, it, "This is the, this is the moment. This is the moment." Mm -hmm. Oh shit! And then it's like, nope. And then when oh Jay, I felt like I was in trouble. I was like, shit. 
And that's what it was. And it was one of those oh. things where, like, uh, <laughs> Warren saying Jimmy Fallon never keeps his the king of regardless. breaking on SNL. Literally, Jimmy that's Fallon the first thing I thought Horatio of. I was like, Sands. I was like, Jay is literally doing his best, Jimmy Fallon. Like he cannot. He's trying his best, but he cannot hold it. To, no, no. I would have been in that ring, like crying in the corner. I would. I love like, when he tried can't. to turn around, and Roman was like, "No, nah, no, nah, no, you're gonna He's, keep yeah. looking this way." <laughs> yeah, no. Roman's like, "No, no. You, we're getting through this. You're not. You're not. You're not getting away from this at all." Um. But I, but I love the the genuineness of Sammy at first too. Like Sammy's like, "Hey man, like, I don't know what the deal is. Like, you know, we were cool. I liked you. Like, we were friends, and you and I always got along. Like before all this stuff, and then ever since I've joined, like, I just love the genuineness." And he like apologized. He was like, "I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry. Like, I just want us to be cool and stuff like that." And like the, he got like actual applause from the crowd and things like that. And then there was the Usi line which broke everybody, including Roman. Like, it, it broke Roman. And then, like you said, Chris, they they were able to make fun of it for a minute. Like, they, they leaned into it. Everyone was laughing. The crowd was, like, legitimately having a good time. And then, like you said, Roman was like, okay, let's get back to where we're supposed to be here. And But it was just the line where Jay, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. Like, and what? just the camera shot. The camera's perfect. Roman's got his head down. Once he says that, Roman shoots up with the eyes wide. The crowd had the perfect reaction. Everyone in that arena was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Like, you effed up. You effed up. You can't talk to Roman like that. It was uh, it was incredible. The whole thing. Before and, we uh, continue on that, shout out to Swags is in the house called Pizzo. Yeah, he said well, we, he said he actually said, I hope y'all found your inner Usi. I'm Usi every day, baby. I'm Usi every day. I'm um, like an, I, I gotta get my Usi level up. Today's been a long day, but the show always gets my Usi oh, level yeah. to a 10. Smart mouse in the house. Oh, what a what a, what a delight. Yeah, we is. got EPW show saying that Sammy Zayn is too good. We got noob in the house saying hello. And we got Maggie saying if Sammy doesn't dethrone Roman, I'm gonna find a mark and I'm gonna make him stop watching. Uh <laughs> yeah, and we got noob saying hello to you, uh, Doc as well. Um hello. You know it. Okay, so yeah, I don't think we're ever going to get Sammy dethroning Roman. However, God, I would love that. Oh my God, it would be incredible, wouldn't it? Oh my, it would be amazing. We, I, you know, a lot of us really appreciate Sammy Zayn, and it's wonderful now. Uh, yeah, and I know Spencer's been saying he goes as I'm back. I completed my drive home. He said, well, I Sammy he was beats going to Roman the bank to transfer his checkings into his savings because yeah. he had to figure out how to pay Warren for all the comments." He says, "Sammy beats Roman in Montreal at Elimination Chamber, or we riot, or whatever the phrase is." And then Maggie's <laughs> yelling at me to shut my mouth because I said Sammy's not going to beat Roman. Um, <laughs> sorry, I want Sammy to beat Roman. I would love Sammy to beat Roman. I just don't. I think the end goal, end goal here, at least the first step, is Sammy and KO will beat the Usos for the tag. I think that's what I could easily see whenever, however long this goes, wherever this goes, whenever it's Roman or the Bloodline in general, when they beat the crap out of Sami Zayn, Owens makes the save. It's this big moment. And that, you know, but I, I think they have potential here, though. With how this is going, and it's getting more popular every week, and the crowd, the crowd is going to be—they're continually just the Sami Zayn supporters are growing and growing and growing. 
they have potential where I, I mean, I, I would consider Sammy already a top, a top guy, a star, but they have potential to really make a legitimate superstar here out of Sammy Zayn whenever this goes down, you know? Um, man, it's just been so let good. me ask you, let me ask you this like when Vince was around, what you said, JBJ kind of makes sense, right? That's the plan, we'll stick to the plan. I know the plan was Cody when Cody came back, but do you think Triple H will be willing to pull it or call an audible in this situation? Going, I've got Sammy Zayn who's hotter than ever. Like it would be insane to not at least entertain the idea. I know our ultimate goal was Cody, but who knows when Cody's coming back? Will he still have the same buzz when he gets back? So, what are you feeling on that? Do you think they might pull an audible here? We might see Sammy at least get the shot and maybe pull it off. Um, I I don't know. It's so hard to tell because I think they're definitely paying a little bit attention to what people are talking about on social media. I'm not saying they're mm-hmm. going to change plans because of that, but I think under the new regime, so to speak, uh, they are looking at that a little bit. Yeah. So I could see a world where they go, okay, we need to make Sammy the guy right now. Mm. And then Cody comes back as a heel who goes after the underdog who took down the tribal chief and and Cody gets over as a heel by beating him dirty and taking the title that Zayn has worked so many years to win. That would be cool. That like would that. uh, that would be that. a nice little wrinkle to things for sure. I would be all on board. I mean, Listen, I like yeah, baby, I, I like babyface Cody, but I think he can be a great heel in WWE oh, absolutely. too. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. That was supposed to be um, my spot, and I got injured. I did all this for the fans, type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I came but... back for the fans. I came back for my family. Listen. I got injured. Yeah, and he comes back with kind of like an anger and a chip on his shoulder, and he goes the I other know way with it. I know it'll never happen, and I know we'll talk about it a little bit when we get to our preview. But there's a small piece of me that wants Logan Paul to win at Crown Jewel. Oh my god! Just for I the mean, pure internet chaos, the chaos of the wrestling world, the internet would explode. <laughs> I just want to see it. <laughs> I just want to sit there drinking my kids' water, going, "Wow, Logan Paul, huh? That, that's what that's what we want to do." Um, <laughs> I, I do think, yeah, I, I do think of all places, Montreal, you know, it's before Mania, so it's on the road to Mania. Um, it is an, elimin- an elimination chamber pay-per-view, so they, I'm assuming the main title will be up for grabs in the chamber. But I do think that would that would be the spot to do it, or at least do the point where Sammy maybe gets Roman one-on-one if things break down before then, or Sammy is in the chamber and maybe there's a moment where it looks like he's going to win the whole thing or whatever. But I do think Montreal would be the way to go in his hometown. Like he's going to be even more over than he already is. So I feel like that would be the place to do it. But I mean, I can't remember, like this is a storyline that I don't think was supposed to happen or go on for this long at all. But it's just been so enjoyable and so good that they know they're working with magic here. And they're like, yeah, we're going to ride this puppy out because like this is everything they do is hitting everything. And last week was just, oh, Noob says Montreal Screwjob 2.0. Yeah, you could. You could do something like, 
Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, Maggie says uh, Cody refusing to work heel in AEW and then doing it in WWE would be a slap in the face, Doc. Uh, Calling you out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Maggie. Oh, you know, but you know what? Why not just complete the full slap? I do. There's a lot of AEW fans that felt like it was a slap in the face to build AEW and leave. So why not just do the opposite of what they wanted you to do in AEW and just do it for more money in WWE? Yeah. Why not, know, right? Um, I would say this. If you've got the Rock Roman set up at Mania, you do need to have him drop the title because I don't think you need that for that kind of a match. Yeah. So I would be interested to see if they could pull that off. If they don't have the Rock for Mania, then I there's there's a good chance Roman keeps it till then. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've, I've always been of the... I've always been of the mindset that Roman and Rock, if if it's happening at WrestleMania, it doesn't need a title. That match is big enough on its own. Like it doesn't need to be involved with a title. But I wouldn't be shocked if they're like, look at we Roman's still like the title's going to be on him and stuff like that. But we shall see. Um, All right, we got Crown Jewel to talk about these comments out real quick, and then we'll get into that. Showed them all. No, we got some more. We need Alex. For those that aren't paying attention, Alex is off this week. He is. He's got some stuff he's handling. So well wishes and prayers up to Alex. Hope everything goes well. But we got Necro Eric in the house. Oh, yeah. And he's saying, hope you all enjoy wrestling open tonight. He's I was talking about all the stuff he's looking forward to this weekend. Um, and he says, decent weekend in coming. Hope you guys enjoy whatever you fancy this weekend in wrestling. There's even lots that he didn't even mention. So we want to say hi to Eric in the house. Then we got, that looks like an Effie. We got an Effie emoji there, emote there. We got Maggie. Um, Yeah. And then we got Love Wrestling. Spencer back there saying Roman and The Rock will 100% have the They don't need it, but it will probably happen, yes. Could you see The Rock as double champ? No. No, if Rock comes back, he's got to put, he's putting Roman over, right? I would imagine. Right, he would, yeah. Right, I, I Rock is not so, winning. So if you keep the title, what's the point of that? The Rock, but who beats Roman at that point? Just let it happen forever and create a new be, title. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, all right. So yeah, we have. It looks like as of right now, Crown Jewel is still very much happening. Um, I know there was some speculation with all those rumors about the Iran stuff and things like that, that were maybe putting the safety into question and what's going on. But it looks like, I would assume if the show's in a day and a half our time, um, I would assume they're already there or already on their way there. So I'm assuming the show's going to be going on as planned. Um, we hope every everything is safe and everything happens over there the way it should and stuff like that. It's scary when you start hearing stuff like that. But we do have, what do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. I can, I can confirm JPJ can count to eight, friends. I can. I can. I can. Um, we do have eight matches to discuss. Um, and it should be good. Um, Crown Jewel, either way, you, either way you feel about it, either way you think about it. I know some people are like, no, I don't like, you know. Whether they're going over there is a whole other question or whatnot, but it looks like it's lining up to be a pretty a pretty good show here. We should have a good show on our hands, um, Chris. Before we dive into like the individual matches and what we think is going to happen, is there a particular match or two that you are looking forward to the most here? Like, what are what are the couple matches that are sticking out the most to you? In Brock and Bobby, 
Mm. Obviously, that's going to yeah. be one that I oh, will yeah. be watching with uh, <laughs> great attention. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, there's a couple that look like they'll be fun. Like, I'm sure Bailey and Bianca are going to have a great match. Yep. The Usos and the Brawling Brutes, that'll be fun. Uh, you know, Drew and Carrion will probably be good, too, actually. Yeah. Just, honestly, the only thing I don't care about is the Logan Paul thing. Really? Yeah. Completely out on it at all. Like, 100% out on it. Yep. All right. Fair. Well, Plugo wants him to win, so that'll be a fun discussion. I didn't get say that. Tonight, I didn't so. say that. You know? I no. didn't say I wanted it. I said there's a small part of me with that just inner, like, imagine what the world, what the internet world would be like. Because this is going to happen for us at, what, noon on Saturday. So let's yes. say, East let's Coast, say it starts 5 o'clock Saturday night, Logan Paul is holding up both those belts. The internet would just explode. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm here I would say for so. that in a small sense. And I just, I can't, I, it's not going to happen, but I, I get the inclination to want to see something like just insane happen. Yeah. Um, not to mention uh, Bray's going to be there too. We forgot to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they say he's physically going to be there or he's just going to be on the show? I mean, they have a whole graphic for him. So I would assume he flew in. But yeah, it could would, be a, it could so be too. a whole pre-tape thing. Yeah. Um, I feel you saying Logan Paul for the drama. Yes, as a person, I don't care for him. So right. Well, that's you know right. But you know, but in it's terms of just in just terms of like, so what would be more fun to talk about Saturday night? Logan Paul winning or Roman Reigns winning again? Like, just think. Of well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean would my... it would it be fun to talk about Logan Paul winning? Would it fair. Fun's the wrong word. I think we'd be talking about how the hell could you ruin two years a two year <laughs> championship reign by having him lose to fucking Logan Paul in right? his third match. I mean, honestly, like I Triple H is not that dumb. No, I would hope. Yeah, I would. I it's one of those. I mean, things he to is me, a guy that wastes a lot of water. It is true. That is true. He is a wasteful man, but he's not a stupid man. <laughs> but you know, it's for me, it's one of those things where like Roman needs to smash Logan. And again, that's the main event. So we'll talk about it last, but like Roman needs to smash Logan Paul. Like I mean, he needs Logan to... will get his lucky punch in. Of course. Yes. And one, two count. Yep. And it'll this, be a, this, a... this match. If it goes more than five minutes, they're wasting time. I think that that, I don't think it should go terribly longer than that. I don't think it should go terribly longer than that, but I think it should be like you said, Logan gets maybe a sneak move, a two in, he hits that big punch the close three count late two kick out from Roman and then Roman, you know, Roman. I mean, like, I could okay, even, this I could even see the Miz getting involved. Somehow. Oh yeah. Now that what happened on Monday and Miz has the history with uh, Logan Paul as well. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we just talked about, yeah. You know, so, but all right. On this past raw, we saw Alexa bliss and Oscar make their return and they actually won the women's tag team titles uh, from Dakota and EO and damage control. Um, And we have another rematch uh, that was announced for crown jewel, where it will be obviously Alexa and Oscar defending the titles now against the former champs and EO and Dakota Kai. I guess I'll lead it to you guys. How'd you feel about the title change on Monday leading into this? And what do you think about a rematch 
you know, just merely days later. And what do you think's going on? I'll, I'll Chris, uh, the doctor is the guest, so I'll let him lead this first one here. But yeah, how'd you feel about the title change on Monday? And do you think we're going to see another title change a couple days later? Or do you think uh, Alexa and Asuka will be retaining here? The more I think about it, the more I think we're getting another title change. I think the only reason the first one happened was because they wanted to book one title change for this mm. event. And they saw this as an opportunity to do that. But, I mean, you know, the women's tag division is so hard to predict because it's so inconsistently booked. Yeah. So, I I just hope that whatever happens is not some kind of weird screwy finish. Yeah. I, I can, I can agree with that. Um, Pluggo, I am of the belief. I actually am leaning the way that I think damage control is going to win the titles back. Um, I actually thought the other way though, I thought that they did what they did on Monday. So damage control can leave crown jewel with all the gold. Now that's just me. I'm a Bailey. Bailey's my favorite. I love Bailey. I think when Bailey came back and they established this group, I thought everyone. I just feel like the, the group isn't as strong as I thought it would be. Like they they've been taking. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were going to be like a real dominant, like we're going to run this division type group, like right out the shoot. Uh, and they they haven't been. Like obviously they just lost the titles. Bailey's lost her couple opportunities. Um, yeah, and like Maggie says, like I love all three of them, but what have they won? They haven't. Like yeah. they won the tag titles, but they just lost them again. Like Bailey's zero for two well, if, in her chances, you know. So if Bailey very... wins on Sunday, then having the tag titles also change hands again, that gives them like all three with belts and a nice. Mm-hmm. I think they would get a nice big push out of that. But yeah, Maggie's right. They have lost too many matches already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, like, I guess on the surface, I was like, "Well, did they just want the big moment on Monday because it was Alexa and Oscar's kind of mini return from being away for a little bit? Did they want the big moment? I'll slide it over to you, Plugo, obviously. But like, were they just looking for a big moment to happen, or or did they do it purposely for like like Doc said, like for a title change to happen at Crown Jewel, so there is something big to talk about? Or is it for maybe all three of them, all like the whole team leaving with gold or like, you know, just, yeah, I don't know the, the decision-making well, of why you this, would change the titles. Wasn't this whole thing just a big moments? Like that's what SummerSlam was. They came, Bailey came back and then it's like, oh, here's EO and Dakota. Awesome. Triple H era. They mm-hmm. throw them together. They're not sure what to do with them. I know some injuries had happened, some things of that nature that they weren't planning on. So they had to throw a troop. But yeah, like man, you know, they lose all the time. Damage yeah. control and Bailey, which we all love, loses all the time. So it's not feasible. But and again, to Doc's point, they don't book this women's tag division very well. Affiliate thinking maybe Sasha and Naomi come back. That'd be cool. I don't know if they're coming back in this spot, but I've always said the idea if damage control was going to be successful, they would need all the gold and take over the women's division and have everybody chase them. So I guess depending on where this match is on the card, if they, if the damage control, get the titles back, because it's, it's Oscar and Alexa. I'm still not, I'm still not jiving with Oscar and Alexa and Bianca being like this friendly team. Cause I feel like Oscar and Alexa are on a level where it's like, no, I want that title. (laughs) 
yeah, you have. Yeah. Like, I get it, this damage control thing. We need it's a problem, but again, to Maggie and everyone, they lose all the time. So, are they really that much of a problem? Yeah, I think it's time to see you know Bianca move on to some other people if she retains. But I guess my gut tells me it's 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 damage control to win, right? I think that they win. I Again, yeah. the title they're not gonna change, they're not gonna change over Roman. I can tell you that. So, yeah, like you said, this is the title change here. Yeah. So they can go, yeah, titles change hands at Crown Jewel. <laughs> exactly. And we have HGW Sports. Good to see you, my What's friends. Good, they brother? pop in. They said, whatever it is, it's fantastic, and they should keep going the this route. It is the best woman's storytelling. Bailey for president. I mean, hey, <laughs> I love me some Bailey. I love me some Bailey. Um yeah, I do think of all the title matches that this is the one that seems like there will be a title change again. It would, I mean, it is what it is of two title changes happening in the span of five days or whatever. But you know, I do think that is uh, better than one rain two. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, Neil. She told me yesterday, one's enough. You don't need two. <laughs> Wait, what? Call Camille. Oh, like about yeah, just one. She's, she's, yeah, she's been she's a champ been, forever, right? She's, she's been, confirmed. One title reign, multiple title reigns is overrated. Just one. All right. Yeah. Just never lose it. Just ha- win the belt and never lose but, it. I mean, that's what you do. But. But yeah. Again, if you want to bolster, it's, it's all about this women's division for me. It's like we need some more. Bianca has been on fire. She's running out of things to do with this storyline. So we need to get Alexa and Asuka. Like, let's have that match. Give me Asuka Belair. Like, give me this new version of Bliss and Belair. Like, let Didn't Alexa have- Bliss at one point have a backstage promo where she basically said, like, I'm coming for the title? Like, she, I, I'm pretty sure at one point, like, within the span of the last few months or whatever, she had a promo where she was like, hey, like, I'm mm-hmm. coming for the belt. Like, I want the belt. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, never mind. We're friends. <laughs> we're buddies. And it's like, okay, well, like, what? Like, I, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I think... uh and we're, but we're we're going to be getting war games in a couple weeks at Survivor Series. So like, and I'm expecting Damage Control to be part of the one of the teams. So it is. I, I you can't you guys can't say it like that. You got to say war games. Yeah, I can't, I I'm not a I good impersonator. But uh, it's going to be sad not having William Regal. It there. really is. It's awful. I wish they could, could they, just like, yeah, could, could they, they find the old it? recording of yeah. him just saying it? Like technically, that's their property, right? Yeah. Could they find the old recording and just have that be the? But I, I don't know the. I swear, like it was right after HGW Sports. Same, bro. I'm excited about war games. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a good time. Um, well, Warren's saying they'll get Booker T. To, to be fair, Warren, but, Booker would be like, well, I've never seen a war games match, but I think it's going to be pretty good. <laughs> that's all he says <laughs> on NXT. I don't know anything about this guy, but I think he's going to be all right. That's that's, that's all he says? For like two hours. He doesn't know. He doesn't do any research. He's like, I saw him backstage. That's all I know. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, <laughs> unless they came from his school. Yeah, yeah if they come from his school. He's like, oh, I know, I know a lot about them. Like, I don't but know anybody about else. This women's tag match, but it's gonna be good. <laughs> and Finn Joseph's like, what? That's good stuff. We got, we got Maggie saying, I don't know, maybe Doc should say war games with that. Maybe with the he's the voice of God. It is true. It is true. Um, and then. I don't care about matches. I just want Regal yelling war games. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, another match, the next one that is on the card that I have in front of me is a match that I actually think is going to be a good one. Uh, We are going to have the OC going against the Judgment Day. Uh, 
Obviously, the OC being uh, AJ Styles and the Good Brothers against Finn, Damian Priest, and one Dominic Mysterio. Pluggo, I'll let you lead this one. So you're telling me Carl Anderson's not going to be in Japan? He's not. He's not. Oh, no. I uh, know. It's the what? end. You know? he, he is a New what? Japan champion. He is a champion over there. Who would have thought? <laughs> you know? I think that's a war. I, I, I'm getting. I, they're all working. They're, they're, I don't yeah, know. Whatever. We'll see. But plug, I'll let you lead. Like, how are we feeling about this? Is a, you know, how do we feel about the Judgment Day? OC, Good Brothers coming back. What do we think? I think this match is going to be a good one. I actually think the match itself will be. Yeah, it'll be good. fine. It's got um, Dominic Mysterio, and it. it's going to be a bang. Can't go wrong, dude. He is like the current iteration of Eddie Guerrero. So you know, it is. That's you know. I got to ask you, Doc, when he when he said that on live television. What was your thought? <laughs> um, I have inadvertently created a nickname for Dominic that has caught on a little bit online. All right. Uh, Dominic is the Shamrock Shake of WWE. <laughs> well, <laughs> explain this. Explain this to the people that might not understand what that means. Uh, it was during back when he made that one off on NXT. Yep. Uh. Kate and Alex over on Fightful, they have their NXT post show. Yep. And I made a comment. Like, I think Alex was like, Dom is just too vanilla and too green. And so oh. my reply was, Oh, he's vanilla and green. He's the shamrock shake of pro wrestling. And <laughs> like that that popped both of them. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> now it's just kind of a thing. Yeah. That's yeah, so our, inter- Dom- our international friends. Do you guys get shamrock shakes? In you know, you're because we have yeah, that friends yeah I mean, but yeah, Doc, go on while they let us know. I mean, it, Dominic should be in NXT right now, like that's just all I'll say. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do think that <laughs> he is infinitely more interesting with Rhea Ripley right there because she oh, yeah. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I just want to watch her body slam people. Yeah. When she oh. body slammed Luke Gallows a couple weeks ago on Raw, I popped the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, can she just fight all, like, the like everybody? everybody. I keep saying that Rhea Ripley is now her own fetish. Yeah. Like, she is an entire fetish to herself. Mm-hmm. We only got Maggie saying that she has no idea what a shamrock shake is. Wow. And we got Wordsmith saying that moment of the year. with The, the body slam of... uh. Or Dominic uh, Mysterio saying he was Eddie Guerrero. That was like, that was one of those things where it was just like, everyone was looking at Dominic being like, you shut the hell up. You shut the hell up there. People um, know. He people gets know good heat, the, though. He, he does. does get major heat. He gets he gets that screw you heat. You know what I mean? Like when everyone, when he's but, starting to talk, the whole crowd's like, shut up. We don't want to hear from you. That Vicky Guerrero with yeah, Edge kind of like, heat. Shut the hell up. We know you don't. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. Don't disparage the good name of Vicky Guerrero like that. <laughs> oh, I'm not. She's great. Oh, yeah. Here's my thing. No. I do ag- I do agree with you that for he should be in NXT. Like, he should be in developmental learning. But because of his name, because of his dad, he's up front. I do believe that the stuff with the Judgment Day has been a saving grace for him. Like it ha- Like, it has been. It's worked for him. I still don't. See, I don't think he's gonna all of, all of a sudden turn into 
this great performer all of a sudden. But if you're going to keep him on the main roster because he's already been up there and he's Mysterio and all this stuff, like I think the Judgment Day and this turn for him has been nothing but good. Like it's made him more relevant doing what he's doing now. But I do agree that he he should be he should and if this was if his last name wasn't Mysterio, clearly we, we would not be seeing him every week. He would be in developmental. He would be down there. If and I think a totally yeah. different haircut. I would like him 10% more. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> not a it's mullet fair. guy. Not that mullet. No, no. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Basically. I'm just loving the whole AJ styles. Like he's not saying it, but he's basically playing the whole, like, I ain't, I'm not your dad. I'll whoop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, this is again, and we had this conversation at the last pay per view that Judgment Day was a part. Of. It's like, how many they can't if they keep taking losses, then they need to just scrap it. I mean, basically, it's become the Rhea Ripley show, which is a fantastic. So, oh, yeah, I would lean unless the OC has a insurance policy for Rhea, I'm gonna lean Judgment Day just because I think they want to see it keep going and her involvement, unless, like I said a Nikki cross or something gets involved to help out. But yeah, I'd be interesting to see how they play it. Cause this is Saudi. This is the crown jewel, how they play the Rhea part of it, because I don't know if they limit it or not. They they're progressively with each crown jewel have let more women's inter mm -hmm. matches happen and more in women's at, you weren't know, there three at the last Saudi show. Right, I believe yeah, there were so three they, at the last gotten, one. Yeah, I think there's only two uh, to, on Saturday, but yeah, yeah, there were three separate yeah. women's matches at the last one. Yeah, so they've gotten progressively better with it. So you know that's a good thing. We'll see what and, happens. And I know that there's always a handful of wrestlers that can't go or won't go, vice versa. So and they used to have to wear the big baggy T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, and now and they can kind of wear. They're still covered up, I think, besides their hands and stuff like but that. But they're like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's more a, a costume, like it's more an outfit. And a couple I mean? of the outfits that some of those girls had last year were amazing. Yeah. I think were. Sasha even Sasha wore hers. Sasha had a badass hers. one. Yeah. I think she wore hers for a couple of weeks after that. Yeah. Like Sasha's in non-wrestling segments because it was just a badass looking bodysuit. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, so. And so, I do yeah. think, now that you mentioned that plug about certain people, like, obviously, I'm Sami Zayn's not going to be there. Yeah, he's not going to be there. So. He's not going to be there. So, like, you know, he might be the missing... I don't know if all the blood... Oh, and then the Usos will clearly be there because they're in a match. No, they won't. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, they're in I a match. Think, I don't think Jay could go. Jimmy or Jay? Or Jimmy. They're they fighting, though. They're fighting the Brutes oh. for the titles. Oh. Canada is where they have a lot of trouble getting... Okay, that's, from, that's you, where right. I was getting confused because they couldn't go up to the Canada... When they were in Canada, they couldn't yeah. go. It was Roman by himself. Yeah, so obviously Sami Zayn won't be a part of the Bloodline outfit. And when and when they Saturday, did the, when they so. did the clash at the castle, they weren't there either. Yeah. So, okay. I don't That's know, fair. but we'll. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I missed that in my my, my extensive research. I did. It's so okay. That. Well, we're going to actually be talking about that match right it. now. So, uh, but All no, right. let's let's slide it over to. So, who do you think, uh, Doc? Who do you? Think's going to be getting away here with the Judgment Day and the OC. Who's going to be taking up the victory? Um, I think if they want it to keep going, it should be the OC because Judgment Day has won more of the encounters at this yeah. point. Mm -hmm. Um, if they want it to end here, then Judgment Day should win. But I don't know. They just brought back the Good Brothers. Yeah. 
So giving them a nice win with AJ here, even if it has a bunch of shenanigans that protect Judgment Day a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I can absolutely see these two groups also maybe being part of war games that and uh, yeah if they didn't want to go that route if they didn't want to go bloodline route because who is the bloodline gonna face and that that, and so that's where i think about it when i think about that i'm like it makes sense right it's war games it's usually five on five the bloodline has five guys so that makes sense but who are they just facing just a mishmash of five like are they just yeah five big guys that are good guys like what are we doing this you know you could do like the brawling brutes and then another tag yeah, team Seth and KO or something like that. Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? But also um, they have done four on four war games before too. They have, they have. Um, and we, we got Maggie saying Carl ain't passing on new Japan for a Saudi loss. Let's be real. So <laughs> you're probably not wrong, Maggie. If, you're probably not wrong. I don't know. Those go, Saudi paychecks are pretty big. I yeah. Mean, for are, those paychecks, you might do whatever. They I mean, they brought do, Sean. You know? We all know Gallows and Anderson love the money. They do. <laughs> the money's- but you're so right. Yeah, they they brought Shawn Michaels out of retirement for they, one of those. They paycheck. were like, "We got you. Whatever you need." They're like, "Literally, you oh, blank check, Shawn. Blank check. Whatever you want." It's like, you know, I, I blocked that out until just now. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Oh well, Smart Mouth, and he says, "Bloodline versus everyone Roman has smashed: Edge, KO, Balor, Drew, and Lesnar." He says like that would be Lesnar in all caps. Oof. I mean, do but, they want? Do they want the cage to be standing at the end of it? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that would be great. That's a star power. But like Edge and Balor wouldn't be able to coexist. Can they coexist? <laughs> I don't think Edge and Balor. Lesnar in War Games, idea. though, I will say, like Spencer says, that is a only idea. if he brings it. That is a beautiful idea and tears it up. And then Wordsmith says, best match of all time. HBK, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. If they know. if they decide if, so, if OC wins. Again, I still think that it's all factoring on the Rhea Ripley neutralization. Yeah, sure. So who's going? Who's coming to? Who's coming to take out Rhea? I will plug your show. Yeah, can they coexist? Did. Well, Maggie and Rob Wilkins can coexist on Fridays over on, on Fight. Doc hangs out there sometimes. Doc hangs too. out there. It's a good show. It's a great um, show. Great people. Maggie, great people. we're still waiting for the call. Yeah, we're still waiting for the call to get you on here. We'll go do that. Whatever. We'll make it work. No, it's a we'll fantastic program. And we got Spencer saying, I would accept Lesnar yelling war games in place of Regal. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. Like that, um, like the mic, t- when he did the scream in the mic that one time. Ah! Ah! Yeah, anyway, exactly. but he anyway, says war games in that exact tone. It has to be that exact tone. They're just um, going to get another British guy to do it, and it's going to be Wade Barrett, and he's just going to be like, I'm afraid I've got some war games. <laughs> <laughs> that would work, I think. I think that one would work. Um, would you ask? They're like, they're like, Wade, we need you to stop staring at toxic attraction for five minutes and just yell war games. Can't can't do it, boss. Can't do it, man. Um, you asked us like who would be, who'd be coming to fight off Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's where the, cause that's been the problem. That's why judgment day has been successful here is because Rhea. Rhea is the X factor. Yeah. They don't have every time she gets in the ring, the guys like, and then they don't do anything. So she just runs rough shot. I think she gets involved. Who comes out? I feel like this is the moment where somebody comes out. Maybe we get Beth Phoenix back. I think think it's what Spencer says right here. I think Raquel is a good option. I think Raquel would be a good option. 
Um, gallows and drag. Yeah, Maggie says gallows and drag, <laughs> which is <laughs> this. And then Spencer changes his mind and just goes, He's no, just... actually, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, my God. It would be so amazing <laughs> if a running go. gag became gallows just wants to be body slammed. Yes, he loves it. Week. Like, yes, because that's like, his Ooh. love language. Yeah, <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, my God. What a what a story that would be. If, like he just went out of his way. That needs yeah. to be a shirt. Yeah, he went out of his way every week to try to get body slammed by Rhea Ripley because he loves it. Because he loves it. That would be amazing. Like, nobody's getting body slammed but me. Yeah. yeah. Words were saying, make that. That would be incredible. What a time. Oh. You know what's not going to be incredible? Omos versus Braun Strowman. All right. No. That's the next match we're going to talk about. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This match. So how you feel, Doc, about... You were like, the only thing I don't care about is Logan Paul and Roman. This one is that one for me, where I'm just like, the only thing I don't care about is this match right here. Do I think Braun Strowman's going to power bomb? Yeah, Maggie, exactly. Ew. Um, oh, okay. we got Wordsmith yelling, you shut up, JPJ. Match of the year contender. Maybe. I doubt it, though. Um, do I think it'll be cool if Braun Strowman can power bomb Omos and win with the like power bombing the guy? Yeah, I think that would be cool if that can happen. I bet you Braun probably could and will. But, like, I mean, this match can't go more than, like, two minutes. Three, like, it has to be. It can't, like, they can't give this one time. I don't know. I have no interest in this match whatsoever. I, I'm not looking forward to it. I think Braun wins. I think Braun wins. Because why the hell wouldn't, like, Omos should have no business beating Braun Strowman. But I... Yeah, I don't really care much for this at all. I'm not interested. Um, yeah, sorry. This <laughs> wordsmith saying 20 minutes at I'm least. I'm ready for the doc to be like, this is my match of the night, you no. <laughs> Yeah, doc's going to be like, How? You know what? You know? They, they missed an opportunity here. Because if you put this as the main event on a TV show, mm -hmm. you, you can do a break the ring spot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think we see a break the ring spot? No, because I don't think that they have... A, I don't think they have a toy ring big enough that they can break and then reassemble in five seconds. Yeah. Um. So I think that this will be an easy win for Braun. You know. Now, are you five, sure? Though? Five minutes or less. It's Braun's first feud after yeah. coming back, mm. and you know, be... even though he's not in control of his narrative anymore, <laughs> I think WWE. <laughs> is still going to try and push him as a top guy. And to do that, he's got to go over this big lumbering dude who really hasn't done much of note since yeah. him and AJ broke up. And I, and I know Pluggo, you were, you were just going to ask to break the yeah. ring spot as a high possibility only because this is that point in the show where they would do that 14 minute, like come to Saudi Arabia. It's a great tourist town video or if, like the, if the Bray Wyatt stuff maybe is pre-recorded or yeah. going to happen not in the ring, they might maybe have, you do maybe. something wild and they have a segment or two where they can just put, I don't know. Maybe they but just I, have I think, one of the legs collapse at the bottom and it just yeah. only a little bit. Like, but I digress. This match, it's bronze <sighs> to win. Omos and MVP, whatever. We'll probably get a broken table and a broken barricade. 
Yeah. yeah. And we got we got Wordsmith saying, or it breaks and they take an hour to promote how progressive they are. That's what I'm you saying. They, this, yeah. is that, this is that match. And then they have that spot where they're like, they do all the progressive stuff and the WWE does their stuff. And yeah, I don't know. But I, again, this match doesn't really excite me. I mean, it's going to be two big dudes going at it. And Omos, it's, it's mainly because like, I don't think, like we said, Omos hasn't done anything of note and he's not, he's not there yet. Mm-mm. Braun can go. We've seen Braun do a lot of great things in wrestling outside of, you know, being able to control his own narrative. But dude, Braun was over as hell when he was that's tipping what I'm saying. ambulances so, and doing all that stuff with Rome. Like I say, we you just know. you smash Omos, you move on, you figure out what to do with Omos later, if anything, and we just move on. I'm yeah. just curious if they're ever going to make Raquel and Braun an on-screen couple because aren't yeah. they together in real life? I believe they are. Yes, they are yes, together I in real think life. They were, yeah. Um, were on that would be. I mean, I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that having That's this big monster couple. couple as like a power couple on TV. Like that would be cool. I'd be okay with that because my thing is like, Braun's been back for what a, a, a month, a little over a month, few, you know, whatever. Now, like this is his first big feud, so let him get his win, beating another giant who Omas makes Braun look. Not small, but he makes Braun look tiny compared to Omas. So, like, give him this big win. But then, like, where does Braun go? Is Braun just going to always be the big guy who fight, who just destroys? Which is fine if that was what he is. But, like, where does he go from here? You know what I mean? And I think that would be a direction with Raquel. That would be something different for Braun. It could add a layer to him. What happens to Omas after Maggie is I, I mean, Raw Underground comes back. He should, I mean, I, you know. I I don't see it with Omos. I I like he's a big man. He can move kind of quick for a guy that size, but like I don't see any charisma. I don't see a person that 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 is that gifted from what we've seen in the ring, not that they've given him opportunities to really like sh- you know shine or anything like that, but I think like you just got to go. I think I think he just needs to lose this and then kind of I just had a terrible but also great idea. <laughs> I want to hear it. Pair almost with Reggie for a tag team, and all their spots are just Reggie doing five flips off of Almost's shoulders. <laughs> I, but that would be entertaining. I think that would work. That would be entertaining. Like, all right, I'm in yeah, for that. There's, be in. There's, there's a place in the WWE for Omos. I just don't know how high up the cards you can put it. Oh, Maggie is just Ma- all cap. Christopher. It. Yeah. Oh, and then we got Wordsman. What, what did I do that. this time? <laughs> <laughs> And Smartmouth saying Braun can't take a loss, but Omos has MVP. If anybody can move the Omos character along after all, I would agree. He does have the mouth the mouthpiece and MVP, so he can definitely continue to make him seem like he like he's someone of a significance and stuff like that for sure. I just I don't know where either one of these guys go after this match, really. Like I don't know what the plan is, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Ooh, I could All see, right. I could see Braun and Gunther having a little bit of Ooh, a... Ooh, I would be okay with that. A thing for okay the IC title. Yeah, yeah. Oh, be, man, that would be fun. That would be okay with me. Yes, that would be more than okay with me. See? He's, you got good ideas over there. You got good ideas over there. <laughs> and, and, nobody's, <laughs> and nobody's paying me for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't get the invoice that's uh, from Spencer's uh, accountant? That's what we do here. I mean, despite what people think, I do not get a check from Tony Khan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you should. You know who you does? Mr. Warren Hayes, if he's still in the chat. Yeah, if Warren Hayes is still here, people people claim that he does. So, yeah. you know. All right. Well, we are then moving some on. people, we all do. Yeah. Right. 
one you, you support you support them one time and they're like ah, they're paying yeah. me aren't they no, and maggie says as long as walter wins as long as walter wins and then uh walter wordsmith says one chop later i'm finished with you gunther (laughs) all right we had uh we now have we're going to talk about a steel cage match uh between i thought you said a steel at first and i was like let's not let's not go down we're not talking about him him. uh we're talking about a steel cage match uh and it is between drew mcintyre and carrion cross um I thought their strap match at Extreme Rules was a tad underwhelming. Um, I do think this match will be a better one. Um, uh, Doc, I will kind of slide it over to you and you and let you lead here. How? What have you thought about the McIntyre Cross kind of thing they're doing? What have you thought about carrying Cross in general since he's been back? How you feeling about him? And um, I know you said earlier that you thought this match will actually probably be a pretty good one. Uh, who do you think is going to come out the victor? Uh, here in this cage match between these two guys. All right. You had already said their match was underwhelming, so I don't feel bad admitting that. I don't even remember who won their match. I believe it was Cross. Cross he, she, because, he low blow, uh, right? He did no, low, no the, uh, oh, the mace. The mace she sprayed uh, McIntyre. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. Okay. Uh, I feel like Drew will probably win then, and then they'll go for a third. Yeah. But... Yeah. I like, I like Cross and Scarlet. I do too. But I'm not sure if I like what WWE is doing with them yet. It's gonna take me more time. But you know, a lot of people seem to want him with Bray. Like, put the two yeah. of them in the whole Wyatt Six mm-hmm. faction or whatever that's gonna be. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I, uh, I do think this will be fun from just a big meaty men. Slap and Slap meat, and meat, man, kind yeah. of way, yeah. And again, I, I, I like steel cage matches. I'm a, I'm a fan of steel cage matches. It's very obviously it's one of the um, old school stipulation matches. So it's always good when you get a steel cage match. Um, and like you said, it's two big dudes who wrestle pretty violently and wrestle aggressively. And I, yeah, I think this match is it, it shouldn't be hard to top the match that they had at uh, Extreme Rules because it really wasn't that great. But um, I think well, that's because that's it followed the banger that was Liv and Ronda. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Tough to, tough it, that, to that did that happen. gem. That did happen. Um, Just kidding. I'm, I'm a little torn on who I think because Cross won the last one, but he won it by cheating. But he won the last one. Do we think we're leaning towards what Drew gets his win? Yeah, like Drew gets his win back, like Doc said, and then they build a third for either to headline a TV weekly show or maybe they push it off to Survivor Series in a couple of weeks, I guess, or something like that. But um, I'm probably going to lean with Drew McIntyre as well, although I do think Cross could probably – winning two matches in a row against Drew McIntyre would do well for him, I think. But – yeah, I think I'm kind of leaning towards what Chris said, and we'll probably get Drew get his win back, and then we have a we have a, a final send off and a third match. That's probably where I would go. Plugo, I don't know how you're feeling about Cross and McIntyre here. Can or did uh, it's, it's a steel cage match. Can pepper spray can still penetrate through steel cages? Correct? Sure can. Okay. 
fireballs can still penetrate through those holes in the steel sure can you can pass a set of handcuffs through there pretty easily too that's true as well so trying to keep scarlet out i don't know if you can i don't know if you can do it i don't know if drew can do it i don't know if he can make sure that scarlet is taken care of and by the way here's your friendly reminder folks scarlet can wrestle like let her wrestle she's good at wrestling i thought she was a bad anyway uh yeah i mean if my if i'm guessing i think you you get drew gets the win but if you want to keep this feud going and have us keep that heat to it maybe scarlet gets involved and they sneak another one out i have a feeling that could happen so i'll lean here i'll go cross just to be different but i think you could and then drew just says you know what because i the the story is that trips is getting rid of the hell in the cell as a pay-per-view and wants to have it become just a just a blood feud ender this could mm-hmm. be the this could be the way he does it. I don't Maybe. know. He could. I he just could. to be different, I'll go with Cross only because I love Cross and I love Scarlet. And our friend Freddie Prince Jr. also loves carrying Cross. Shout out <laughs> for our weekly plug to our boy F. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, Doc, but we are pushing hard on social media that whenever Freddie Prince Jr. starts that wrestling company, we want to be the official podcast yeah. of his wrestling company. So we we tweet at him weekly. weekly. Letting him know that we're still it's going to be us. It's going to be us. We're ready. <laughs> and occasionally include a reference to the video game Sea of Thieves. That's the only thing he's ever responded to me about. <laughs> really? Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he loves that game, and so do I. All right. I, 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 anyway. I want to tweet. I want to tweet at him and ask him about the movie Summer Catch because I like that movie. But I, I oh, don't. Boy. I don't. I stay away from it. <laughs> I don't know how he feels about it, but it's a great movie. Matthew Lillard rules. All right. Anyway. I Ask him if he has any of the R-rated copies of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn's original vision. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be See, great. See, we got your whole catalog unlocked, Freddie. Just make oh, yeah, the, we're, make we're here. Make the call, we're man. We're Get the Snyder call. cut. We need the yeah. Gunn Scooby-Doo cut. Damn right we do. Damn right we do. I love that. That's hilarious. Oh, All righty. Boy. The next match we will discuss is for the undisputed tag team championship plugo didn't even know this match was happening no i feel like he didn't even know he didn't even know it was like they never can go anywhere but we have the usos defending against the brawling brutes um i never said i had brains this match should be a real real good one uh as as far as matches go but for me I mean, the Usos are not losing these titles, at least not in this moment. I, I, I'm of the belief that the next time, whenever they do lose it, they will lose it to Sammy and KO. That will be probably at Mania. But I think the Usos will retain. I don't see anything changing. I'll slide it over to you, Plugo. Uh, but I expect this match to be very good. The matches that they've had, the blood, you know, versus Imperium, and just the matches that that Ridge Holland and Pete Dunn have been having recently. Even the match they had on SmackDown last week against. Um, it was against Sammy and Solo. Um, yeah, it was a great like I, I I like what they're doing with the Brutes, um, but I have the Usos retaining. Uh, it's gonna be it's uh, Butch, Pete Dunn, but it's Butch and Ridge Holland. Those are the, those are the 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 Brutes. Uh, but plug, I'll let you go, man. Like uh, you think we're gonna get a title change here, or you think? No, the only yeah. reason I don't is because Sammy won't be there. I think if the Usos end up ever losing when they lose these titles, it might be from the Sammy distraction, the dissension on the sidelines. But since he won't be there, I think they'll just business as usual it and do something maybe at uh 
Survivor Series, or not, maybe before it could be on TV. I just feel like I could see Sammy costing them the titles, and then you get the Kevin Owens. I don't know. I just there's something about Sammy not being there that just says his business as usual. Yeah, I would agree. And then we'll slide it over to the dock to uh, let us know. Who you I think didn't is know gonna... this match was even happening. I don't it's have true. It's true. On it, which is crazy. So, crazy. Um, but yeah, who do you think is leaving with the uh, the tag team gold? I think the Usos win, but I honestly would not be unhappy if Ridge and Butch. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost, Pete, he's ba- basically Dunn. changed everything back to looking like Pete Dunn, except this keeping Butch. He's got yeah. the singlet back. He, he looks like Pete Dunn. He comes out, looks like him. It's like, that's the bruiser weight. But we're still calling him Butch. And I, I pitched like the him. idea that because he almost never talks, there should be a segment one day where they call him Butch, and he just like, you guys know my name is Pete Dunn, right? Like Butch is just <laughs> a nickname. Yeah. Like yeah. Butch. Butch is just my childhood nickname. Yeah. And, and they'll be like, Butch. oh, okay, and then that'll just fix the problem. And then he's Pete Butch Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Butch Dunn. It's better than just one Butch. Of the or yeah. he's or he's Butch Pete Dunn. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd the brawling okay. brute, Butch Pete Dunn. But yeah, um, that sounds like a name for a, another type of work. But you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Say, just say Lord it. help us. Lord help us. The fact um, that you laughed and knew what I was talking about says you're just like me. You know. You know. Uh, I do. Agree. I'm an innocent young man. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, you're talking. Yes, there was about. no laughter coming from Chris's side of it. He was like, he's I don't know a what doctor. he's. He's not yeah, allowed to He's the voice of God. Is what he is. Yeah, yeah. And it was. He was just like, I don't. I don't know what these heathens like, over here are talking about. Gen- who's this degenerate over here? Yeah, these about? degenerates talking about these things. But <laughs> I, I do agree with you though, Doc. That if the brutes. They're not going to. I'm pretty confident they're not going Ophelia, to. it's only a family show when one of my kids runs in. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, Ophelia saying I thought this was a family show. Um, I I would not be opposed to the Brutes. I've actually, the Brutes have kind of, as a group, won Roma. me over here. And yeah. I think they've won a lot of people. Seamus is just good for him. Um, but the Brutes have kind of won me over as a tag team with those. Ridge Holland... Obviously, everything went down with the Big E stuff and when he first came up and blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously, unfortunate. But Rich Holland has really impressed me because I've always loved Pete Dunne and I've always known Pete Dunne is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And Sheamus has been underappreciated for a long time, everything that he's done up until this moment. Um, but I, Rich Holland has actually impressed me pretty good. Like, he's he's been really good here. Um and I really like the Brutes. I would not be upset at all if they were to pull up and pull out an upset and win. I don't think they will, but uh, I think that would be fun having the Brutes with some with some of that gold, uh, for sure. That would be that'd be a lot of fun. Um, all right, we're now sliding over to what a lot of people's m- most excited matches, and that Maggie saying it's never a family show when she's in the chat, and that hey, it's what we love about you. It's what we love about you. Um, we have Brock Lesnar. We have Bobby Lashley. This is, Chris said it earlier, this is the match he's looking forward to the most. It is the match I am looking forward to the most. I think a lot of people are in that boat. Um, I am expecting uh, just a banger, an absolute banger between these two. It should be violent. I expect it not to be terribly long. 
Um, I will let Doc lead here. Um, what have you think about the last couple weeks of the build to this match? Um, and who do you think is uh, coming out on top here between these two mammoths of men, big meaty men slapping meat once more with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley? I genuinely don't know who will win, mm -hmm. but I'm predicting Bobby because I want it to be Bobby. Yep. I think the pull-apart brawls have been great. Mm -hmm. I think this is the program that we're finally getting the feud between them that people thought we should have gotten for the title uh, mm -hmm. within the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, I think this doesn't need to be a, a really, really long match, mm -hmm. but I, I think it's going to be hard hitting and we're going to see just two dudes throwing each other around and putting each other through every announce table and barricade and all the stuff they can find. Yeah. I almost hope that this is not a one-off and we get a few more encounters with them okay. because I think a big stip like hell in a cell or a cage would be good for them. Imagine they Plus, had war games, just one-on-one. -on -one. They're like, well, you guys, are, you guys, are, this is too <laughs> big for themselves. Yeah. This is too big a, a feud here with you two. You just, you're in war games, the, just one-on-one -on -one war games. That's what it is. But yeah, that'd be cool. But um, <laughs> I am with you. I want Bobby to win because I think that Bobby lines up perfectly for a next challenger to Roman. Or you can easily I – obviously, I would not be against Brock and Bobby continuing past this because I just think that's a feud that everybody's just always going to be amped up for. You know what I mean? Um, but I could see Bobby getting a big victory over Lesnar and Lesnar kind of – maybe leaving for a little bit again and coming back more towards rumble time or whatever. And then I could see Bobby being the next, because I don't think they're going right from this moment to the Sammy stuff or whatever the next stuff is for Roman. I could see Bobby coming off a big victory against Brock sliding over and sliding in and being like, yo, like I haven't challenged you yet. And I think that would be a formidable challenge to Roman, obviously. Um, so I would like Bobby to win. I'm leaning Brock. I think Brock is probably the one that wins, but I'm going to pick Bobby kind of like Chris because that I want Bobby to win. I want Bobby Lashley to win. So, um, yeah. Are you I'm trying to get us fired? No. What? You oh, I know. Spencer loves Brock. Yeah, I, I like Brock, too. I, I, this is not because I don't like Brock. I just I think <laughs> Bobby's full-time. Bobby's been doing this. Bobby should fight Roman at some point. I think that's a yeah. match that you should have. Um, and they have a December pay-per-view. They have a survivor series that if you didn't want to go the bloodline route in war games, like that's a big money match for the world title, Bobby Lashley versus Roman. Like that could headline a show easily. I'm saying that selfishly cause I'm going to be at survivor series. So that would be cool. But, uh, you know, like, so I'm kind of, I'm leaning Bobby as well. Uh, Plugo, obviously you are left to go. So are you going to just go no, against I us? Just I will just say I've enjoyed this Bobby Lashley so much. Like you could tell this is what he wanted when he came back mm -hmm. and they're actually going to sink their teeth into the storyline. So I hope it's not a one-off. I hope it's not just a crown jewel one-off. I hope we get to see it again, but yeah, I'll go Brock just to be different from you boys. And again, I, you know, usually you're it's me. Up. You're just sucking up to Spencer. Uh, we spent a lot of money today, man. I got to 
Gonna do what we gotta do. Yeah, it's fair. Knox check hasn't cleared yet. <laughs> but no, this is gonna be a killer match. I I don't know how terribly long it'll go. I wonder if we'll see like they'll fight before the bell type stuff and have mm. a big fracas, and then they have to like separate it again, and then the match will be a quick boom, boom, boom. But yeah, this would this would easily cement. Bobby Lashley back on the map of like a Roman Reigns type challenger Mm -hmm. so that we can build him back up because there's no reason that Bobby Lashley shouldn't be always near the top of the card. And this would be a way to say he's back and Brock is bulletproof. Yeah. hundred percent. He takes a loss. Who cares? Oh, we got wordsmith saying surprise. Oh my God. Don't Don't even throw it into the ether. What are you doing? He's saying surprise Goldberg's back. Let's hope, you know, he will be at some point. But hopefully it has nothing to do with this. So let's let Bobby and Brock do their damn thing. The only way I'm okay with Goldberg coming back if it's him versus Gage Goldberg. Wow. That's it. All right. that's all I mean, that's fair. All right. We now have the Raw Women's Championship match. We have Bianca Belair defending the championship against Bailey in a last women, woman standing match. Um, I already thought Bailey. I was under the assumption that the match that happened on Raw last week, not this past Monday, but last week, was going to be for the title. And then it ended up not being for the title. And then I also was under the impression that they openly said that that was the last time Bailey and Bianca were going to fight. And now we have them again here in a last woman standing match. Um, I'm picking Bailey to win. I think there's going to be some sort of cheating. I don't know if Nikki Cross maybe gets involved as she's been kind of added to this storyline the last couple weeks with her return to the crazy Nikki Cross. Um, so I don't know if it's her being involved or I don't know, maybe if Damage Control makes a new friend. There, like Again, we've mentioned War Games a few times. I expect Damage Control to be a part of War Games. And in order to do so, they'll at least need to make one friend. So if that is Nikki Cross to give a four on four or if they have another new person that's coming, I don't know. But I, I am picking Bailey. I think that Damage Control leaves Saudi Arabia with all the gold. That's where I'm aligning. I'll slide it over to, to the dock. Um, what do you think is going to go in this last woman standing? Are you expecting a turn or um, or a new member to maybe Damage Control? How do you think? How do you think this goes? I think it'll be Bailey who wins, and I want it to be Bailey who wins. I like mm-hmm. Bianca a lot, and I think she's had a decent reign. But they really need to give damage control some momentum. And I think this is the way to do it. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, we talked about it earlier before I slide it over to you to plug out. Like, damage control needs momentum. I, I, I think we all thought they would be a lot stronger than they have kind of showed up here by taking all these L's. And I think one way that you start them off on the, on the trajectory to getting back to maybe running the women's division or towards the top is by getting them some big victories. And if they all leave as champion, that establishes them as the group in the women's division. And that's what they need, in my opinion. Um, and plus, I love Bailey, So, yeah, I want her to be champion. But Plugo, um, where are you thinking? Where's your mind at when it comes to the last woman standing match here? Well, every <laughs> since damage control has existed, I've always said, give them all the gold, give them all the gold, <laughs> and I pick it every time, and it doesn't happen. But I guess if I'm looking at this just crown jewel show as kind of in a vacuum, this could be one of those moves where you give them all the gold, and then maybe 
I don't know. Maybe do something again. Bianca has done pretty much everything there's to do on the raw side of things. And they don't yep. seem to have a really defined brand split anymore. So call me crazy, but you give that to be, give it to Bel Air. She pulls it out. Maybe you have the rematch one time at survivor series and then let Bailey kind of run things on raw. And maybe we see Bel Air, maybe go over to SmackDown. Ronda versus uh, Bel Air would be kind of cool. Maybe mm -hmm. if we see what to do with her. I, I I love the idea of damage control, getting that momentum because if you're going to put this group together, that was the idea. I would imagine is taking over the taking over the division. Yeah, I mean that's and so that's, what that's where whole, I want. Yeah. That's what I want to see. That's what I want. So I'm going to go with Bailey because I love Bailey. Not that I don't love Bel Air. But I think it's time for her to do some other stuff. We got Big Ben in the house with a hot take. Hold on. Do I have any water left? Read it out loud. All right. Big Ben's hot take. He says, I see a cup of handsome some bitches on my Twitch screen right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> a hot take? Hot ben, take, man. Calm down. That is a hot take. Spice, brother. Do, so do we think, let's just play hypotheticals here. Survivor Series, Women's War Games match. Do we think damage control gets a new member or two, or do we think that we just they just maybe make friends with Nick like a person like a Nikki Cross or something like that? Like, oh, do we think that this war games is three on three and we continue this feud with these six women and the blow off, the final blow off is a war games match? Like where where do we think the extra players in this feud? Because usually war games traditionally has been four on four or five on five, traditionally. Um where do we see this going? Do we, is is this moment with the last woman standing match? Does this set up to build that story of the new member joining or the ally joining? Like, what do we think happens here moving forward? Anybody? I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's just kind of. I mean, Sasha, Naomi, or both at their Becky Lynch could be coming back soon maybe there's a damage control and a couple of friends versus everyone on raw trying to get you know get one over on them but yeah maybe that doesn't happen maybe that isn't because the way that they've booked damage control maybe they're not putting them in this big spot yeah i don't know i don't know i'm very intrigued to see where it goes but yeah which i, think, I love yeah. i love this that there's so much intrigue and so many possibilities now because back in the old regime it was like this is definitely happening and nothing else. Now yeah. it's like we could see all the possibilities. Yeah, and we got Ben saying, I have no idea, and I'm pumped about that. Creative is in new hands for the first time in our lifetime, and sitting back and enjoying the ride is so refreshing. I I agree. I agree. This is truly like the first time in most of our lives where WWE is – Vince is not – You know, it's And if I people. can, go over to Big Ben's merch store and get oh, the yeah. shirt that said – Ben didn't tap. Big Ben didn't tap out. Facts. He didn't. Never it's tapped. Facts. He did not tap. He never tapped. Never. All right. We are coming to the main event of Crown Jewel. I know we talked about it a little bit at the top, but we'll get our official picks in. It is for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. It is the Travel Chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, defending against Logan Paul in his third ever match. Plugo, I'll let you lead. <laughs> we already talked about it. We did. It's not going to happen. An official pick. Here's what you I'll said say. you want Logan Here's Paul to win. Saying. You want to watch guys, the world burn. So I mean, that's Plugo to be like Mister Official, like prediction, like actual take guy. I really enjoyed the segment on Monday where Roman was by himself with Paul Heyman and said, "Why is everybody talking about the lucky shot?" 
Mm-hmm. I could knock him out too, essentially, right? Like Roman's Roman's got that Superman punch on already. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about Logan Paul and whether polarizing figure, yes, but like just in a vacuum, like this whole crown jewel thing is polarizing, right? But if we're talking just in a vacuum about the wrestling, Logan has looked the part. I don't know if he's obviously, I don't think he's quite ready for up upending Roman in this you know, huge rain pun intended. It's a massive rain. He's yeah. 900 days or a million days or whatever it's been. But, but I think they're going to make low Paul look very good in this. Oh, spot. Yeah, I don't think you sure. put him in a spot. Like I think so, what you guys had meant, you had mentioned JPJ, maybe two minute thing. I think you see a decent match here. Maybe some shenanigans. There's some rumors floating. Maybe Jake Paul shows up, you know, Whatever, because Logan's been doing this solo all by himself, just going up against the bloodline this whole time. Bloodline is going to be there because I just learned that literally as the show (laughs) is going on the air outside of Sammy. So you'll see some, you'll see some scanner. Maybe Logan's got some things up the sleeve to extend it. But ultimately, end of the day, it's Roman with the win. He's the ones. Logan's the twos, you know. Yeah, and then obviously, but I, I want to see Logan win just because yeah. I want to see the world. Burn. Yeah, and I know Doc, you said that this is like the one match that you care the least about because you're not interested in the Logan Paul side of things and just in general. But official, I mean, I'm assuming we're all in the same boat that Roman is definitely not losing this damn title. Um, and we'll we'll show. Yeah, uh, yeah, ben yeah, because that doesn't happen here very often. Yeah, and well, at first Ben says Logan Paul winning the WWE version. Would be the would be the WWE version of David Arquette winning. They both accomplish the same thing, but one is smart enough to not pull the trigger. And then he said, "Plugo nailed it. Make him look like a million bucks and job him. So that way the crowd respects him instead of hates him for winning and not caring about his efforts." Yeah, that never I would happens agree. on this show. Everybody's so Doc, like, I will let you round nose. out the main event here with your official pick and just you know. I know we talked about it earlier. You said you're not expecting it to go more than, you know, maybe five, six, maybe even 10 minutes max. But do you see it kind of a similar way? Like, like Plugo said, hit your few moves, look good and get the hell out of there with Roman retaining. Yeah. I think that's the only way to do it. I mean, I, I actually respect the amount of work Paul has done Mm -hmm. with this. I just, I don't know. It's a personal thing. Just that that whole part of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. And that, that is the part of it that I, I try my best to look at it objectively, like just by what I'm seeing in the wrestling ring when I'm watching it. But the personal thing for me, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Logan Paul and just the Paul brothers from a personal standpoint, but I do agree with you. Like he's clearly putting in the work and he's clearly, he's clearly trying and he's a, he's a great athlete. Like he's, He's had two matches, but guess what? Like both matches, he was good. He was. It good. was just foolish for WWE to think they could get him over as an underdog. Anybody is going to cheer for? He's a heel. Yeah, he's a natural 100%. heel. He should be the asshole heel. That's yeah. who he is. Do you and guys it would think work it was a way. mistake to put him in this spot so early? Yeah, he should be feuding with Rey Mysterio right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I figured. I and being like, listen, you know, your buddy Floyd Mayweather from wrestlemania whatever couldn't even put me down in the ring what hope do you have like have him taunt ray for being small logan's a big dude like have him play that up 
Have Logan taunt Ray so Ray's like, I would never hit Logan Paul. I'm going back to Raw to fight my son. And then we'd all be like, yes. Yeah, unbelievable. Wait, what uh, if they what if they put Logan and Dominic in a tag team so we only had to see one segment each week with the both of them instead of two segments each week with each of them? I mean, I think that would be well a win-win done. for everybody. Well I think played. that would be a win-win yes. for everybody, would it not? He is all right, and that is crown jewel i i think overall it should and obviously we didn't talk about but bray wyatt will be involved in the show whether he is there physically or with a vignette or a backstage segment but bray wyatt will also be there at crown jewel so that is another thing added on to these matches that we'll last be looking time forward he was to at see. crown jewel things didn't go too well no I'm gonna say. they did not last time was it he lost to goldberg did he not <laughs> yeah that to me that moment right there was the end was the end of everything wasn't also was like, wasn't also the, the seth rollins red cage fiasco that was at crown jewel as well no that was no so that I, no that was at crown jewel as well was it if i'm not mistaken the Seth no what was that what they got the i thought that was hell in a cell yeah um, great then they got you're the talking about with go. with the fiend right yeah and then the set they had yeah, that was hell in crown cell. jewel Okay, so because the first the Hell in a Cell happened first, where he that's right, where and then they won yeah. it back, and then and yeah, that yeah, 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 okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Bray Wyatt or that's the Fiend right. beat Seth Rollins at Crown at a Saudi show to win the title, and then he lost it. Oh, Ben likes that. Ben likes your idea. He said, "What a great storyline! Wanting to see Ray beat the shit out of his son, making old things new." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's happening. That's got to be the WrestleMania the match. Quickest- Obviously, the quickest unretirement in wrestling history outside of Mark Henry. Trips, I can't fight my son. I think I'm gonna quit. Well, how about this? Yeah, Triple H goes. All right, I'll take it. I'll take an IT title shot. Yeah. All right. So that is Crown Jewel. It will be Saturday. It should be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. But we're gonna be in just a minute here. We're gonna be having ourselves a draft here, uh, as we normally do when we have a guest on the show. We have them pick a category, and we do a little draft to end the show, have a little fun. People in the chat, obviously, are involved, throwing their thing. And so I, I when I reached out to Chris a couple of days ago, I explained it, and he came back. And you would have thought that a show named Between Two Beards, who is pro- we've probably, this is our 76th show, we've probably done 50 drafts or around that. And you would think that a show named Between Two Beards would have done this category before that Doc chose, but we have not. And Doc chose to draft. We are going to draft draft the best facial hair in the history of professional wrestling. We got Ben saying he's going to draft Plugo. He's on fire tonight. Hey-o. Hey-o. Um, you so would also gonna... think that a wrestling show would know that the Usos are going to be at the event. That it's true. About. It's true. But hey, this is why you come to Between Two Beards, because that's what we do. Yeah. But before we do the draft, uh, Plugo, he had mentioned a little bit earlier that he had the opportunity to sit down with the NWA Women's World Champion, Camille. So, Plugo, why don't you – we got a clip. We're going to show a little clip. Why don't you uh, a, talk a little bit about that, lead into it, and we'll show the clip, and then we'll come back awesome. and we'll have ourselves a draft before we get this out is, of here. Uh, how is that – I you know what? I didn't actually have any of it. I heard it's super good, though, but I left it up there, and it just looks really cool. I should have had it. You should try Big Ben. Big Ben is over here just making me feel like a million bucks. This never happens in this show, so I don't know what to do because everybody's hey, always you know, like, Logo, you're dumb. Enjoy anyway, I, ahead of NWA Hard Times 3 next weekend, 
I got to sit down with Camille, the 600 million day champ. She's I was going to say, it. she's had that title for she's a had the long thing forever. time. Years. The clip I'm going to show you, we t- I talked to her for about 25 minutes about all sorts of things, but the clip I'm going to show you is more directed at her match against Chelsea Green and Kylan King. You can find that interview on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. at Love Wrestling on YouTube, which also Spencer talked to Kylan King, her opponent. So we talked mm-hmm. about that for a minute. So enjoy. We'll come back. We'll draft. Hopefully Big Ben is still showering me with lots of praise. All right. Here we go. <laughs> But your opponents, Kylan King and Chelsea Green, you've beaten both of them. Right. So my question to that is you've already beaten both of them. You already know each one of their skill sets. But now it's now it's a triple threat. What changes in your mindset heading into that? I mean, really, truly, there's no way to prepare for it other than just keep doing what I always do to prepare for a regular match. I, you know, they're both great competitors in their own way. Like Kylan's super hard hitting and tough. And then Chelsea, she's just sneaky. Like she makes it happen, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's it's just going in there knowing, hey, I've been in, I've had a triple threat versus Kylie Ray and, and Chelsea at Crockett Cup. So it's like, I've been there. I've had that experience and I came out on top so I can do it again. And just, I think having confidence in yourself is a really big deal going into this type of match. Beauty. All right. So and like Pluggo said, you can go over to love wrestling on YouTube and you can see that whole interview. Pluggo had about 25 minutes with the NWA world's women's champion. So go check that out. It is a good one. I've seen it, but now it is time gentlemen for the three of us to have a draft battle. Draft battle! All right. Let's go. We got Smart Mouth saying one-time champ. Pluggo, right. you're in the chat saying brick house. Ben saying Pluggo asking the hard questions. Probably the best interview of her life or whatever. And Smart Mouth saying great <laughs> interview. All right. Can we stop with the feeding the ego? <laughs> A plug out for a second. It. Let's it relax. Happens. It never Let's relax. Happens. About to get his ass beat in a draft right now. <laughs> Listen, Let's relax. If you do watch that interview, I asked her probably the hardest question she's ever been asked her career right at the beginning. We didn't play that clip, so you have to go watch it. That's what we call a tease. Se- That's what we call a tease in the really, biz right there. If anybody we call knows that a logo, tease. I'm coming in hot with hard questions <laughs> for folks. But thank you guys for all the love tonight. I, I don't know what to do. It's usually the other way around. This is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, it's okay. The one time I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. JPJ but, can't handle it. He can't no, handle it. I'm good. It. I'm good. Just, I know how you get. And I don't need you uh, to be gloating over there for two weeks because everyone's being nice to you. Anyway, <laughs> um, as per usual, whenever we have a guest, we let them go first. So, so Doc will get the number one overall pick of every round this will be a five round draft so 15 picks total between the three of us um ophelia is this going to be as good as the as his halloween draft yeah plugo oh. had a rough time plugo had a rough time in the horror movie draft he he did How not are, he are did you not... A, are you a horror movie fan doc not really but only because i don't really get afraid when i watch them okay fair. My, my my older brother made me watch killer clowns from outer space when i was like five Okay. And ever since then, I've been too scarred to, <laughs> to ever be afraid of a movie. That's fair. That's but fair. I respect I like when a horror movie is done really well in terms of being like a psychological thriller. 
-hmm. jump scares do nothing for me i could care less but if okay. something is like genuinely creepy and makes your skin crawl a little bit i i can respect that in a film right on. all right i just i, like I don't watch a ton of movies especially in that genre so i failed miserably yeah it was i bad. think i drafted casper the friendly you did you did point. you did you did draft casper which i again that's it was right it was horror movie slash halloween movie so i mean so, i think that fit the bill so who horror got hubie halloween nobody picked that nobody i picked mentioned that. yeah Pluggo did mention it Pluggo did mention it. Ooh, uh, I'm shocked movie. he didn't draft him. My but, uh... teenage son loves that movie. I watched it with him, and I'm not. I, I'm not knocking Adam Sandler because I'm a fan. That just was not some of his best work. No. <laughs> no, I would. I would agree. But, I don't know. I don't know what Julie Bowen was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> she got all that like, Modern that's... Family money. She doesn't need to be doing that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> that Netflix money must have been uh, Crown Jewel type stuff. She might. That might have been her Shawn Michaels moment. Sure. Well, I guess. <laughs> I might but... as well. They blank checked me. I know. All right. We will let our guests. We will let the doc lead here with the number one pick overall in the facial hair. Well, the professional wrestling facial hair draft. Doc, you are officially on the clock, my friend. I mean, how could I not go Rick Rude yeah. right off the bat? Ugh. And that's the best. That's the best one right there. So that's what happens if you give the number one pick to the to the guest, and especially like our our very smart doctor. He's got a PhD in voice of God. Damn, that's true. I'm just Plug taking up. an L. We're taking an L right away. Plug well, I'm gonna like I'm gonna take it because I. Think it's it's relevant to everything we've been talking. About. I'm taking Sammy Zayn number one with that just oh. what he's got going on right now. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I wish I could pull that off. All right, that's fair. Uh, I am also going with uh, an older wrestler. I'm going with the Iron Sheik, baby. I'm going with that with that twirly that twirly mustache of the Iron Sheik. So that's where uh, that's where I'm going with my first pick. My headset cut out. Plugo, who did you say? I take it Sammy Zayn in his ah, current his damn. current beard. Yeah, it's a, I'm it's coming a great out beard. hot. I'm saying true to the name of the show. I'm going with the beard. That's fair. Yeah, me and me and uh Doc went mustache route. We went yeah. mustache uh cool. route, but um oh here you go. Wordsmith already saying plug o wins. This is the so. plug o appreciation show. <laughs> All right, we will swing it back around to Doc for his second yeah, for his second pick. I know one person's hair. vote that I'm going to win with this pick. I'm going to pick somebody whose pa whose facial hair is always perfectly groomed. And he is a man who can powerbomb the panties off any woman on the planet. Nope. <laughs> the war daddy, Mr. Wardlow. Wardlow. Oh, I like it. Wardlow. I like it. Are All you right. a Wardlow girl? I'm a Wardlow girl. I love Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, I love Wardlow. I know a few Wardlow girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. All right, Pluggo. Second pick. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. In oh. any in any iteration. Oh well, yeah, you saying like is there a just the man the always whether it's scraggly. So you're going or, Daniel Bryan, not Brian I'm Danielson, just, Daniel Bryan. All can I I mean slash Daniel what his beard now is beautifully trimmed and fits the mold, but when he was uh you know, crazy yes move at Daniel Bryan. That beard was majestic. I mean, it's all he does it well. I'm just gonna pick whatever Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, the man as a beard pulls it off. Fair. He's a handsome individual. I oh boy. All right. So 
I am with my second pick, God rest his soul. Uh, I am going to go with one Brody Lee slash Luke Hopper. Uh, very similar to an, another older wrestler with a similar beard. Um, but I like the, the, you know, the beards that like fluff out. They're all like, you know, he had like that pointy kind of gnarly looking beard with a couple of the, the white and grays in there, especially when he was at the Wyatt family, the early iteration of the Wyatt family. It just looked like the beard was just unreal. Just like just had like, something living inside it. Exactly. Like it, <laughs> I mean this complimentarily, but it, it, it looked gross. It looked like, oh man, that's just a dirty, huge beard. And I loved it. So I'm going Brody Lee slash Luke Harper uh, with my second pick there. Um, all right, we'll swing it back over to Doc. Yeah, there you go. We got that was that was a fucking beard. Great choice, JPJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The wild mountain, man. Um, <laughs> all right, we will slide it over to uh, back to Doc for his third round pick. I'm going to go before his most recent break, Elias. Yeah. Yeah. He needs, he needs some time to get back to that point. I agree. But at one point that was a very majestic beard. I was, I loved the Elias beard. I loved the Elias beard. All right. Pluggo number three, my friend. I don't know what was longer in this particular beard pick I'm about to make. His Hall of Fame speech or his beard, but I'm going with Hillbilly Jim. It's a good one. Hillbilly Jim. Which was longer, his beard or that damn Hall of Fame speech he gave? That was a long one. That, that thing was, was like 45 minutes. It's like, all right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Who um, else can you possibly think? I'd like to thank the kid in first grade that lent me his pencil. Dude, calm down. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> um. Oh, man. All right. I think with my third pick, and this is not because I I am a fan of this individual. It's just a very iconic facial hair in the history of professional wrestling. I'm going with Hulk Hogan. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Scott Steiner. Uh, well, hey, you know, that, that, that he could still be taken. He's on the board. I'm going with Hulk Hogan because for me, Hogan had the, 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 you know, the famous handlebar, all white, blonde. But then with the when he did Hollywood... And he had the black underneath it. It was just, yeah, I'm going Hulk Hogan. Not a fan of the dude individually for obvious reasons. Uh, but that's an iconic wrestling facial. It's Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, that's my choice. I'm taking it. I feel guilty. I feel dirty doing that with Hulk Hogan. But I'm, <laughs> I got to do it. I got to do it. Uh, Doc, we're sliding over to you. Fourth round pick in our facial hair draft. I got I got to go Champa. Mm. Oh, that was I'm, I'm mm. out. That that's was where I was going next. I thought I could steal it. That's a great pick. <laughs> that's a good one. That's oh, a good that's pick. a great pick. That is dude. a good pick. Oh, Doc. Son of a B. Um, all right, Pluggo. Fourth pick, man. Well, he threw me now. Now I gotta like hold on, go to the notes. <laughs> no, no, I got I got a do notes. I got a doozy oh, for round no. five. This is where I'm going. Again, I'm I'm all beards, I'm all in. I'm going Eric Redbeard. Eric Rowan. All right. All right. I that thing looked like it could he could he could possibly Bianca Belair that thing and start whipping people with it if he decided to braid it up. I love it. All right. That's where I'm going. All right. I like it. I like it. 
Oh God. All right. This is getting, this is getting kind of, you know what? It's iconic. It's an, it's an iconic goatee. We mentioned him earlier. I'm going stone cold, Steve Austin. That's where I'm going. Just got that. Again, it's not like this huge triumphant beard or anything like that, but that goatee is iconic with stone cold. Steve Austin was part of the look, the bald hair, the goatee. I am taking stone cold, Steve Austin. All right. All right. We are at our last, our last picks. Obviously, Doc, you will lead us off. But yeah, the the first pick in the last round of the facial hair draft. Don't do it. I think I got to go back to someone who had a pretty legendary stash. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I know what you're doing. Don't. I don't know if you do. Oh. In his prime, Rocky Johnson. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Such a good stash. I love it. I love it. When you said stash, I was like, don't do it because I got one. You got one? You're That's taking like, Rocky Johnson it. is a great pick, though. Oh, yeah. He he had he had uh he had quite the, the airy lip up there. Yeah. Not to be confused with the rocks upper lip at one point didn't he have a little yeah, bit he had, of buzz, he had a little a buzz? stash up there at some point too, i well. since i went super beard heavy and i thought my co-host would also go that way i have a lot of facial hair going on right now mm-hmm. so why don't we go a little bit cleaner cut a little bit more classy and a little bit more dashing Mr. Oh, Cody you... Rose's stash. Oh, remember that? Oh, I yes. Caterpillar he had for damn a damn right. You damn right yeah. I do. I think I just won the draft. Shower me with my praise. I'm just kidding. I had oh, to. Oh boy. I, oh man. What do I do here? Hey, I still got a pick, Maggie. <laughs> I still got a pick. Those are majestic. If you they are, they are. Surprise. That's right. Let's get the shirts printed up. I, I wasn't going that route though. I wasn't going that route. But Trent Seven does have, yes, does have quite quite a bit. Tyler Bate has got. Tyler, he is, mm-hmm. He's turned into a man. On NXT. Tyler Bate was on my list. If you guys Ooh. had taken one of the other picks I had. All right. Well, I mean, I feel like I have to now. Maggie put me on the spot here. You want to make Maggie um, happy? You better pick. You've already lost. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think I did. I think I, lost I think I lost too. But I'm all right with my picks. I'll, I'll, I'll go fighting. But I think I lost too. You know what? I will. I will make. I will make Maggie happy. I will go. I'm going Trent Seven though. I'm going Trent Seven because he has the. He's got the mustache with the full beard, but Bait is amazing genie bait all genie day bait. i like she it know, she knows you know what, what? she knows what whatever that. it's it's mr irrelevant in the draft it's the last pick i will go i'll make everyone happy i'm gonna take tyler Bate. now I will since take maggie is still in the chat and you this is the first time in the history of this draft that jpj has catered to a fan request in the chat but i gotta ask while i've got maggie do you prefer genie bait or genie press 10 oh oh that's a tough anyway. one you can almost say that Pluggo is like the head of this bearded wrestler round table. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, so what we will do is we will, I have, I, I took down all the results uh, of our draft. Put your hands, put your hands together. Uh, I've, I have the draft written down. We will share it on social media and we will let the fans vote to see who won our facial beard draft. 
but before we get out of here, um, <laughs> I definitely want to thank Doc for joining us. Like I said, we were I've been looking forward to getting you on here for a little bit now. I'm glad we can make it work. As always, you are welcome anytime you want to hop on and shoot the shit and have some fun and just chat some wrestling. But um, so thank you for being here. But before we get out of here, why don't you let the people know where they can follow you, where they can find you, and just everything you're doing in this crazy world of professional wrestling. I mean, I, I don't have my own podcast because I'm lazy, so I just tend to pop up <laughs> on other people's whenever I'm invited. I like the but, style. Uh, it's a good strategy. Yeah, it is a good strategy. The only social media I use is Twitter, so BR underscore doctor there. Uh, all my writing is on Bleacher Report. I'm not doing anything for anyone else right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if I can plug something else, I'll just say to tune into Rob and Maggie's show, 3 yep. p.m. Eastern Fridays, coexisting. They're 100%. they're awesome. Two of my favorite people. And yep. uh, oh, also, every I I try to plug this as much as possible. Everybody should be following Mel Coleman. Mel Coleman art. Yeah. Yes. Amazing stuff. Quite, Amazing quite, possibly, stuff. quite possibly one of the most talented artists working in the game right now. It's incredible what she can do. I've gotten to see how she makes all her stuff. Like it's some people think her, her stuff is photo manipulation. It's not. She draws all that from scratch. I've seen the progress pictures. I know how it all comes together. It's nuts. Wow. Um, I didn't you know, know she did that from scratch. Oh my so, god, it's you know, crazy! It's if, wow, she's yeah, that, like she's super talented, like super talented. She'll she'll use reference photos, which she just looks at to get an idea of what they look like. But yeah, I've literally seen like what's little more than you know a stick figure, like just lines drawn, and just every step along the way. And it's it's always crazy to me how she gets to where she is. Awesome. Um, I recently did an interview with Daniel Garcia. Oh, very good. And because she's like the nicest person in the world, she made a Daniel Garcia piece, especially for me, just to use for the article. That's awesome. That's and awesome. I got to see the whole process of coming together with that. It was incredible. Um, so, yeah, everybody should follow her. And her pinned tweet is a link to her, uh, her GoFundMe tip jar. You know, everybody who enjoys her art probably just owes her $10 for getting <laughs> so much cool shit. Yeah. It's it, I follow I follow her on Twitter. Um, she is incredibly talented, like amazing. Uh, so listen to Doc and go follow if you if you appreciate art and you just appreciate talented people. That is that is a follow you should have because yeah, her, same her handle, is incredible. same handle on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. Just Mel Coleman Art. She's one of the nicest people you could ever hope to interact with on this app or on any app, really. So, yeah, everybody should follow her. Everybody should follow you guys. Everybody should follow Rob and Maggie. The moral of the it. story the doc is doing is everybody, follow, good people need to follow good people. Let's keep the positivity in this community going. Yeah. So well, speaking many of that, Pluggo, why don't you I let know. the people know where they can follow you? Oh, where I thought they can you were going to say us. Big Ben's comment. I already tweeted it. I already, uh, I already <laughs> screenshotted it and sent it to Mrs. Pluggo just so she knows if, the oh, house, yeah. if I'm walking around the house tonight, I'm strutting. You're strutting. You got him, like he says. And then he said, you know, he added me at the end because he pities me. You know, but it's no. fine. It's okay. Uh, no, 
But let the people know where they can find our accounts, our Between Two yes. Beards accounts, where they can find you personally. Obviously, we talked about your big interview that's on YouTube. Yeah. But let the people know where they can find you. Lots of good stuff. I had, I had some nice things. Yeah, the interview with Camille, NWA champion, on the Love Wrestling YouTube channel. Just follow my socials at Plugo underscore on Twitter. Plugo loves wrestling over on the Facebook side of things. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter with all that kind of Twitch, all that kind of if it's just plug, oh, just follow this face. You'll see all that interviews, all that fun stuff we got going on at B2 Beards for the show page to keep up to date on what's happening with us. We've always got things happening. You never know what's gonna pop up or who's coming on the show. So just stay tuned to those socials. And then that's what we do, baby. Just making yeah. big plays, doing big boy shit, as our friend the wordsmith says. Yeah, big daddy magic. Big daddy magic. You wanna do you wanna Bank big boy money. You got to do big boy shit. And that's what we try to do. So um, before I give my stuff, I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank RK Athletics. Mm -hmm. Even though that guy is a pain in my ass, Rich King. But he's a really good personal <laughs> trainer. Yes. So I'm going to put him over. I mean, you look my at that dude. He's got abs so. for days. He's, got he's a abs healthy looking man. He's got abs. He's got big muscles. So if you want to work on your abs and, he's got and your big muscles, title belts and he now he is one half of the brand new LPW first ever tag team champions with the Rads. Mm -hmm. So go get if you're looking to get some help with personal training, nutrition, just feeling a little bit better, getting more active. Go check out Rich and the group over at RK Athletics One. They have been a sponsor with us since basically day one, so we appreciate them very much. Uh, so go give them a follow right here at RK Athletics One on all social yes. medias. Side note, Rich, coming for that ass. Coming for that ass, man. You're, you're stealing our gimmick. Stealing our gimmick. We've been told to be quiet about it. You are lucky. You are lucky our lawyer is watching the Eagles game. Yes, right he's now. watching his Eagles play right now. So he's not paying attention. But our lawyer, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, Rich. But anyway, I digress. Uh, also, manscaped.com, 20% off plus free shipping on your first order with that promo code Love Wrestling. So head on over there, type in that promo code Love Wrestling, and you will receive 20% off your first order and exactly. free shipping. And where's that free shipping go, Plugo? It goes worldwide. And as worldwide. Ben said here, swing them nuts, boys. You want to swing those nuts <laughs> freshly groomed and smelling great so you and your partner can have a good night just like we're going to have right here on between two beards absolutely you can follow me at joseph underscore Poolin jr uh you can follow up all us on b2 beards like plugo said a little bit earlier you can follow me on twitch over at jpj loves gaming all the support and help would be great over there as well but like doc said watch coexisting listening to coexisting with rob and maggie tomorrow maggie ben all the others that were in the chat all night we had a much good turnout love. tonight much love show. to all you guys this was a fun show um, follow Rob, follow Maggie, watch their shows, follow Doc. Like we said, follow everybody. Watch Everyone MLW everybody. today and support our boy Alex Kane. MLW's back, baby. Boom, I yay. Absolutely. Uh, but for Doc, again, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. You are welcome yes. anytime, my friend. Oh, thank um, you. For Doc, for Plugo, I am JPJ, and you know the drill. Until next Thursday at 8 p.m., peace, peace out. Hey.